Well, welcome to the Marty Minto Show, the informative voice for Christianity all across America. Today, we're going to be talking about death, a subject that's not really popular with most people, but a subject that we'll all face someday. First of all, I want you to listen to the words of the song from Petra called Grave Robber. There's a step that we all take along An appointment we have with the great unknown Like a vapor this life is just waiting to pass Like the flowers that fade like the withering grass But life seems so long and death so complete And the grave Yes, it's one of those topics that most people just, uh, well, some say it's too morbid. Some say it's, you know, not wise to talk about death. But, you know, in the Word of God, from the book of Genesis right through to Revelation, death is talked about so often. And, uh, again, I think the reason why most people don't want to talk about it is because they feel uncomfortable talking about death. Nobody wants to think about death. They don't want to think about their own death. Uh, They don't even want to sit and think about others who've already gone into eternity. But I got to tell you, folks, throughout the years, this has been just, I have found so many people are just truly misinformed and ignorant when it comes to this topic of death. I believe that uh, God's Word tells us all we need to know about death at least all that we could totally understand and comprehend. But again, it's it's one of those things where we know that man does everything and anything possible to continue to live, live as long as they can. You know, uh, some want to find the fountain of youth and continue to go on and on and never have to worry and never have to face uh, this reality called death. But the truth of the matter is we're all going to face death at some point in time in our lives. Uh, until the return of Jesus Christ, uh, man is going to face death. And uh, we need to find out exactly what the Bible says, what God tells us about death. And uh, there is going to be kind of like two different things I'm going to look at here on the next couple Marty Mento Show podcast. I'm going to look at the issue of death and what it is as a believer to face death. Those who put their faith, their trust in Jesus Christ, what should you expect? How should you face death when death is knocking at your door? Or maybe you're not even sure when it's going to come about, but you realize that someday it's going to take place. How are you prepared for it? What what should you expect? Then we're also going to talk about facing death as an unbeliever, one who rejects Jesus. 
one who does not believe that Jesus is the answer, he's the way to heaven, um, et cetera, et cetera. That would include all religious belief systems except for biblical Christianity. And what should the person expect who has never trusted or will not trust in Jesus, has rejected the whole gospel, rejected Christianity, has nothing to do? What is the outcome from them, including those who have never heard? And I'm going to cover this, and it's going to take a few um, really podcasts to do this in order to do it adequately, because as I said, there's so much to talk about. Now, I got to make a disclaimer here. I'm not going to be able to cover everything that is a part of this topic. You know, I'm probably going to find places where I I don't dwell on things as much. Uh, Other places I may dwell a little bit too much, but I'm going to do my best to try to bring a balanced approach to all of this. Now, remember the priority or, you know, what we here at the Marty Minto Show, what we strive to do is three things. And first one is to learn, learn the Word of God. What does God have to say about this issue? Number two, as we learn, we're able to teach other people. We're able to teach our children, our friends. We're able to share with others, whatever the case may be. And number three, we're able to defend the truth because in our day and age, especially in the last days in which we live, There are false teachers who are just popping up left and right, and they are teaching things that are just not true. And uh, we have to be able to take the Word of God and confront that and say, no, listen, this is the truth. This is what God says. So learn, teach, defend are our three top priorities here on the Marty Minto Show. And so by saying that, again, I want to talk about this topic, death. I'm amazed because I'm not sure that some people understand First of all, some statistics that may just absolutely blow your mind. You're ready for this one. Um, Right around 50,000, maybe a little bit over, 50,000 people a day die all around the world. Now, that may not seem like a lot to you when you take, you know, you look at the world and the size of our world, but but I want to give you kind of a... um, a little bit deeper insight of that. When you're talking about 50,000, maybe a little bit over, of people who die every day, that's 4.5 million each month. That's the population, I believe, around Los Angeles, California. So every month, a group of people, 4.5 million, are no longer here on this earth. Now, I, I, I got to be honest with you, when I begin to think about that, uh, this makes me think. It makes me think about a lot of different things. Um, it makes me think about myself in my life. It makes me think about others that have already passed away. It makes me think about others that are still living that I love. Um, it, it makes me wonder. Um, but at the same time, I, I believe wholeheartedly there's answers to these questions that I have about death. I remember years ago when I began to really look at this whole subject, I I began to understand, and I think it's something that probably we're all familiar with, but I I just want to kind of remind us all today here on this program. First of all, when you think about this, I, I used to liked or enjoyed, I should say, going through the cemeteries. Not in a a bad type of way, but I like to read what was on the epitaph 
of the stones, the ones who did, did have you know their the tombstones, and, I, and and quite often you you'd learn something about people that were buried there. But as I used to read them, uh, I began to realize something. There really is three basic information, three pieces of information every, every tombstone. First of all, you have uh, the name of the person. So the person that's buried there is a human being. It's somebody who was born into this world and, and someone who died. Um, you don't know how they died in most cases. But you do know when they were born because that's the second piece of information, the date of birth. And that's pretty frequent throughout most tombstones. And then the third piece is when they died. So you have a name, the date of birth, and the date of death. And there's still questions that we have in regards to that person. But as I was many years ago walking through a gravesite at a church I was pastoring, I began to really think about this for just a few moments. I began to realize that most of the people that were buried in this graveyard behind the church, the majority of people probably were somewhere between the age of, we'll say, 65 and 90. I know that's a broad span, but that's basically what I found. Somewhere right in there. And I began to think to myself, you know, some live longer than others. There were those that didn't even live that long. Some were cut short. Their lives were cut short at birth, some in their childhood, some in what some would call the prime of life. But whatever the case may be, I, I began to realize that people, they, they're born and, th- and then they die. And it reminded me that God tells us in his word in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there's an appointed time, verse 1, for everything. There's a time for every event under heaven a time to give birth, and a time to die. Now, when you think about this time period, obviously you think about God. God's sovereign. He's in control of this time. But there, there's this time, a time to be born and a time to die. I mean, I've thought about it. I've, I've thought about it even now in my age. You know, I, I look at myself blessed. I'm not that old, but uh, I have, you know, I have five children. I have eight grandchildren, and I've been blessed And the older you get, you begin sometimes to even think more about death. But getting back to the graveyard, here's the something that I began to realize as I walked through the graveyard, reading the epitaphs, and sometimes people would put Bible verses, sometimes you'd read on there too, you know, great husband and father, great this, great, I mean, all kind of different things. But I began to realize something. We would say that when someone dies, they go into eternity. That's what we would say. They're in eternity right now. And I began to realize something that that really bothered me. As I thought of myself and other people around me, I began to realize that when it comes to eternity, eternity is much longer when we talk about being in eternity than the life that they lived here on the earth. I mean, some of the grave sites and the epitaphs and the information on the tombstone, they were an eternity a lot longer than they lived on the earth. And I know some of you may be going, duh, come on, Marty, that makes sense, eternity. Well, I don't think sometimes we think about that, though. Well, you're in eternity. You're, it's far beyond the time period 
that we live here on earth. Now, depends on what you believe about eternity, and we'll get into that during the discussions here uh, during this podcast, but the truth of the matter is, when it comes to eternity, we continue to live on. That's what the Bible tells us. We continue to live on. The issue is where we live on, where we're going to be, what it's going to be like, what we're going to experience, etc. You know, even here on this earth, you know, many people come into this world, you know, people are born in different time periods and different places. They're born into a different type of economic status. You know, sometimes they're born with poor parents. Sometimes they're born wealthy and, uh, you know, well taken care of. I mean, we could go on and on. Some people are born in, in luxurious hospitals. Some are born at home. Uh, some are born in the back of taxi cabs on elevators. I mean, think about it. You know, there's story after story that people could tell. And the same thing with death, same thing with their lives. I mean, there are people who I I was just reading about, I think it was a baseball player uh, who's about ready to embark upon, I forget, hundreds of millions of dollars to play ball. And I thought to myself, you know, wow, when I was a kid, I played ball, but I never thought you could make that kind of money. I mean, I want you to think about it. Then also to this morning, as I was watching some news that was taking place in New York City, I, I, I recognized as they were talking, there were people there that were homeless. People who live out in the streets and don't have a shelter over their head. I mean, when we think about life and we think about birth and even about death, I mean, there are people that die in their sleep. There are people that die tragically in accidents. Or just recently, we had a big jet airliner that went down and all the people aboard died. You know, we have people die of, of gunshots. We have people that die of cancer. We have people who die of natural causes. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It just shows that the diversity. It shows about what, you know who we are and when we came into this world, the life that we live, and and when we leave. It's we all have really a story to tell. It's all different. But when you think about death, you realize going into eternity. Eternity is much longer than life lived here upon the earth. And here's what else I realized about death. I'm not sure if you ever thought about it. And again, I'm just sharing my thoughts here. When I think about death, I think about death is really um, separation. That's what death is, separation. Now, if you study God's Word, you realize that the soul that every man has, every human being has a soul, and that soul will live on. But when men die, it's separation, first of all, from the body. And, and we're going to get into verses about this, but it, it talked about even when Jesus died, he gave up the spirit or gave up the ghost. The, the soul of man, the spirit of man goes, leaves. But the body goes into the grave. That's why today, I, you know, if you're like someone like me, I love like NCIS and those other type of, uh, you know, shows police, criminal shows, you, you begin to see that, you know, sometimes they exhume bodies, and you have skeleton there, but you don't have any flesh or anything. You know, you just have the remains. But yet the Bible tells us the soul lives on forever. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but I just want to hear. We also, when we think about separation, we think about separation from those who are alive. When I think about the people that I've known and relatives, loved ones, coworkers, friends, whatever the case may be, they're no longer here with us. 
They can't communicate with us. No matter what anybody says, they're not communicating with you. Don't buy into all that garbage that's out there today about talking to the dead. That's called necromancy. And by the way, that's great sin in the eyes of God. But I can tell you right now, the the dead is not communicating with you. Your loved ones, the people you know, they're, they're gone. And that it's separation. It's separation from those of us who are alive. I think of my grandmother, who I love so dearly, and my grandfather. When they died, they're gone. They've been separated from me. I'm still alive. Um, separation also, when we talk about death, is separation from God. And, and I'll explain that um, because there will be those who will be separated from God. They will experience a aspect of God's presence, but not the aspect that they would want. We'll talk about that a little bit later, too. Uh, but when we think of death being separation, we think of it, which I just mentioned already many a times, it's eternal. It's something that's going to be ongoing. It's something that's going to take place. It's going to be an eternity. But this is what is of the utmost importance, too. Listen to this carefully. When we think of death, we think of separation. Really, death, as we look at death, is God's judgment upon man's sin. And most people don't understand that. You know, a lot of people have a hard time with the whole issue of Adam and Eve being God, while Adam being God's first created human being, then Eve was taken from the rib of Adam. But the truth of the matter is, if you study the book of Genesis chapter 3, which is one of the most challenging, intriguing, um, just a wonderful, wonderful chapter in the Bible, you will see that Adam sinned against God. And because Adam sinned against God, God, because he is holy, God is righteous, God is just, he had to deal with Adam's sin. He had to respond to sin. And his sin was his righteous, holy anger or judgment upon Adam. And Adam being the the head, the federal head, as some would call him, of the human race, the representative of the human race, death came upon all of us because of Adam's sin. Matter of fact, um, What's interesting, if you read Genesis chapter 3, God says in verse 19, by the sweat of your face you will eat bread till you return to the ground, because from it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Now, if you remember, God created man from the dust of the earth, and he breathed life into him. But God's judgment was death. And I want you to think about this. Adam here, if you read the story in the book of Genesis, Adam had no idea what death was. He never had experienced death. So he has no real understanding. All he knows is God's judgment against him. But if you go back in the Bible, in the, back into the New Testament in Romans chapter 5, And I share this passage quite often with people as I try to tell them the whole story and share the gospel in its its fullness with people to help them understand the the plight and and the state of man and how men are depraved and wicked and, and desperately need a Savior, et cetera, et cetera. We read this. Listen to this. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. 
Therefore, just as through one man sin entered into the world, and death through sin. So the one man is Adam. Adam sinned against God, and because Adam sinned against God, sin entered into the world. And the judgment of God was death, so death through sin. That was God's judgment. It came upon Adam, and it came upon all man. Listen to what it says. And so death spread to all men because all sinned. And the all here is all-inclusive. All men are going to die. Um, You know, as we are born into this world, we are headed towards the grave. We are headed towards death. And what's interesting, if you go back and you study Genesis chapter 3, you're going to realize that God, at the end of the chapter, removed Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden. And the reason why he drove them out was to guard the tree of life. Because if they were able to partake of the tree of life, they would continue to live. And which tells us that God, when he created Adam and then Eve, his purpose and intention was for them to live forever, for them to enjoy the tree of life, to to live eternally, and to enjoy God in his presence and all that God had created, because the book of Genesis tells us that everything that God created was good. And and I tell people all the time, when people don't want to buy into creationism and they they would rather argue some other point of view and belief system, I make it clear to people that I know that when I share the gospel, I'm not trying to defend uh, this whole issue of God creating uh, everything in six days and on the seventh day resting. Uh, I'm not trying to go there. I'm sharing the gospel with them. When you truly are saved, born from above, God will give you the understanding. The illumination will come from the Holy Spirit for you to understand these things as being true. Because to the natural man, one who doesn't have the Spirit of God, the Bible says this is foolishness to them. It's foolishness. And a lot of people get into these arguments and these apologetic debates uh, uh, you know, about creation and stuff like that, and God create, and, and I, I just tell people, listen, it's the gospel first and foremost. That is what we are called, commanded, which I shared in another podcast. It's, a, it's, it, it's not just a responsibility, it's a privilege to share the gospel. But in that, we can talk about death. We can talk about what happened to man and why we're in this mess that we have today and why people die. Because you know as well as I do, when people die and they're separated from us, let's be honest, folks, it hurts. There's a lot of pain, a lot of suffering that comes along with this whole issue of death. We don't like it. And as I talk about this over the next few podcasts, I'm going to take my time, but but I, I want to help you understand this. If you, if you turn to the book of Genesis and you're not a person who's a follower of Jesus Christ, you may look at the book of Genesis, chapter 1, 2, and going into chapter 3, just by reading what is before you on the printed page, the storyline is the storyline. What God created was good, created man. He found that man shouldn't be alone, so he creates woman out of man. 
And they're in this place, and they're given one command. You can enjoy everything except for one tree, one fruit you can't touch. you got to stay away from. you got, you just got to leave alone. And guess what? Man didn't do it. Because when the snake, the serpent, the tempter came, started with Eve, who is the weaker vessel, the Bible tells us, the woman, um, she sinned against God. But Adam sinned also. But Adam being the representative, the head of the human race, the, uh, of man, God held Adam responsible. And we know that his judgment also came upon Eve and in childbearing and stuff like that and upon the serpent. And in, even in Genesis chapter 3, we have the first mention of the gospel, the proto-evangelium, I believe it's called, which points us to what's going to take place when Christ comes. And he is going to be victorious. But just sharing this with you, you see the storyline but as a believer, you have to understand, this is why we're here. This is why this is happening. This is why we see people around us. We see people killing each other because we see what happened when sin entered into the picture. We read the book of Genesis, an account after account of men whose hearts were hardened, who were wicked and evil, and they, they would kill each other. They would do things. They were, I mean, we see so much in the book of Genesis. We stand back, but we, we realize it's all because of what happened in the garden. And that's the key. And that's why when I share with people, I, I do my best to go back to the beginning because I want them to understand why the gospel is the good news and why it's God's gospel, and why God did what God had to do because man couldn't do it himself. But the real issue that's bothersome to everyone, seriously, is the issue is what? Hatred, evil, wickedness, a depraved uh, heart, a life, I should say, uh, a, a stony heart, you know, wicked, evil people, what do they do? Ultimately, we see they kill people. They bring pain and suffering. They take, they remove people's lives. Uh, whether it be in the world uh, through drunken driving, whether it be people with guns, whether it be people that are vindictive and vengeful and hateful and mean and wicked, in war, whatever the case may be, death is what hurts. And we see people mourn, and we see people troubled by it. And, and those of you who've lost loved ones, and we see sickness and disease, and we realize what's going to happen is they're going to die. And when we know that people are going to die, it doesn't set pretty with us. When we know we're going to die, because we don't want to die. And the reason why we don't want to die is because truly it was never meant to be that way. But that comes to, I guess, a few things that we have to talk about before we dive into some passages that become more and more clearer about death and that is the question, do I have to die? The answer is yes. You're going to die. Uh, you're going to die. As a matter of fact, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 27, Hebrews is a great, great book of the New Testament, but in 9, verse 27, and I'm sure you've heard this verse before, maybe even at a funeral or, or you know, when a, when a pastor or a priest is sharing, but it says in verse 27, inasmuch as it is appointed for men to die once, and after this comes judgment. Men are going to die. They're going to die. 
time to be born, a time to die. So when you ask yourself, do I have to die? The answer is yes. I guess the thing that gets us is the second question, how will I die? I don't know, and you don't know either. That's the one that kind of bothers us, because how's it going to happen? Not too long ago, my wife uh, was late coming home from work because she had um, some things to do afterwards in her classroom, and she was working with some students, and and um, I had checked on her as I did, and I know she was getting ready to leave not too long ago, and all of a sudden on the news, the way that she comes home, there was a horrifying accident, horrifying accident where someone died instantly, and they died on a bridge. And I, I thought to myself, I, I mean, they had they had the news helicopter there, and they had live footage, and it was horrifying, absolutely horrifying. Even the, uh, the, the car in which the person died, the, the, the vehicle that hit it was a tractor-trailer. It was halfway, like partially over the bridge or just hanging, and I mean, it was bad. And I thought to myself, I'm not going to lie to you, as I I watched it, I thought to myself, this individual, I'll guarantee, had no idea, not a clue, probably have traveled the, because they were a local person, probably had traveled this road hundreds, if not thousands upon thousands of times in their lifetime, never would have thought even for a moment, this is the last time I'm going to ever travel across this bridge. Not to mention that I'm going to die by an impact from another vehicle, a tractor trailer. And and I thought to myself, I'm going to be honest with you, I I just, there, I mean, have you ever thought to yourself about that? How am I going to die? I got to be honest, I joke around about there's some certain ways I would rather not die. And I think it goes back to my years as being a police paramedic many, many, many moons ago in upstate New York. I watched death in many different ways. Uh, Matter of fact, I've watched death in so many ways, I'm not sure there is a way that I have not seen someone die. I've I've watched people choke to death, burn to death, die in car accidents, uh, die of cancer and sickness and disease, die of cardiac arrest, die of suffocation. Uh, You know, the list could die of gunshot wounds, die of stabbings. I mean, just it goes on and on. Die coming out of the womb of the mother. I've witnessed, I've been firsthand experience. And I can tell you right now, it it makes you wonder, how am I going to die? I also know wonderful people too. I I went to check on them and they died in their sleep. They died in their rocking chair. They died reading the book, watching TV. Or how many, you know, people that go in for a routine surgery, even a routine dental visit, got to get some stuff done, and it, something happens. No one ever expected it. Some say it's a fluke. I mean, it's a tragedy. No one ever expected it. You have a young kid out in the football field. He's, he's running and enjoying with all the rest, and all of a sudden he drops dead on the football field. Or as I said, you, you may have the birth of a baby, and the baby does not make it. Or how about this? The mother doesn't make it. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. I I think you get the picture. It's the question we all ask, how will I die? I don't have that answer. Neither do you. 
And, and there's some people who have purposely made ways in which to die, and, and that's another topic for another time. We call it suicide, which I firmly believe suicide is against God, against his word. It's not that which a Christian should attempt to do, but there are those who have, and we'll talk about that some other day, but not today. But, but the other question real quick is, when am I going to die? Remember, there's a time to be born and a time to die. A lot of people say, well, when's it going to be? Is it going to be when I'm young? I can tell you right now, there have been times in my life over the years that I thought to myself, this is it. I'm dead. I'm going to die here any minute. I'm going to die in this circumstance, this situation. I'm in trouble. I'm not going to make it. And I'm still here today. You know, when I'm going to die, we don't know. And some of us struggle. You know, why people, some die at birth, some die as little children, some die, you know, in high school. And and people will cry out and say, you know, their life was cut short. It was unfair. Some will die. Uh, The other day, I I heard a story uh, of a man and a woman had just gotten married. And one died on their way to the honeymoon. Other stories of some have never made their wedding because they died on the way to the church. I mean, we could go on and on and on. But them seem to be the, 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 the two big questions. How will I die and when will I die? And to both of them, we don't have the answer. Only God does. And I think it's a good thing, be honest with you. I don't, I don't think we want the answer. But then it brings us to the big question that we're not going to have time to get into today, but we got to talk about it, and that is, is there life after death? I mean, if death is the end all here on this earth, is there life? Now, I've already alluded to this, that I say yes, there is, because God tells us. And I'm going to share with you, we're going to get deep into it, we're going to talk about these different aspects of death and where we spend eternity and what eternity is all about. We're really going to look at God's holy word, but I think of the book of Job, which is in the Old Testament. Job, if you ever heard the story of Job, a man who lost everything, he asked a question once, and listen to what he says. If a man dies, will he live again? But then he says, as it goes on, all the days of my struggle, I will wait for my change or wait until my change. So that's found in Job chapter 14, verse 14, which Job was no different than anybody else. You know, when we read these individuals, these characters, whatever you want to call them in the Bible, the truth of the matter matter is that they were men and women just like you and I. Um, You know, they had questions. They wondered. They were concerned about things. There were things that truly troubled them, and death was one of them too. And they wondered things about life and death and what it was all about. But the next time we gather together, we are going to answer some more questions. We are going to look further. We're going to find out, you know, is there life after death? What happens when I die? How about this one? Where will I spend eternity? If there really is eternity, Marty, and we're going to be somewhere forever, where is that going to be? Where am I going to be? And then I also want to dive into, too, should I be afraid of death? 
you know, death is so gloomy. It's so eerie. It's so blah. It's black. It's, it's, people just don't like to talk about death. Well, maybe it depends on who's talking about it. Maybe it depends upon what we understand about death and what we believe death holds for us based upon what God has told us. And what we're going to do is we're going to look distinctively at two different stories in the Bible that I believe probably more than anything else will cover most of our questions when it comes to death. And one of those stories, well, actually both of them are involving Jesus Christ himself. And we'll tell you about them as we continue on in this series here on the Marty Minto Show podcast. So stay with us. If you have questions about death, things that you want to know, um, things that you want to bring to the table, email me, martyminto at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. We're going to continue in this conversation. We're not going to go anywhere with it. Uh, we we got to just take our time. But folks, I really believe that all of us need to learn from this so that we can teach others. And we could stand up against the things that people say that are just not true when it comes to death and what death is all about. And again, listen to us uh, and check us out on Facebook, the Marty Mento Show podcast, on Twitter, on Instagram. But again, email me, martyminto at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm going to leave you once again with a little bit more of Petra, a song called Grave Robber talking about exactly or singing about exactly what happens to those who put their faith and trust in Jesus.